0: Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. I know, wig, I feel that already. Wig, okay.
1: Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. (laughs) I am ready for my wig
2: to go flying.
1: We're We're here. We're here. (laughs) We're back in Brooklyn where the sound is better. Woo! Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, we didn't leave Brooklyn. We've only been recording in Brooklyn lately.
1: I know. That's why our sound has gotten better. Each Um, episode. I'm your host, Martir. I'm C. Tepper. And this is (laughs) Wiggin' (laughs) Out!
0: Um, our, du- our guest right now is giving us a look. <laughs> <This> <laughs> she's not happy with it. A lot of side-eye like <laughs> is going on right um, now. She hasn't slept all day because she's been partying. <laughs> I
1: know. We were at the same party last night. <laughs>
0: um, and I was sleeping in the bed. Um, on today's episode of Wicking Out, we have Devo Monique, who is a high-energy dancer and black queer performer who is on the cutting edge of Brooklyn Nightlife. The latest addition to the misdemeanor in and Mocha Light dynasty, she's taking her kinky, neocentric fashion to the highest heights Bro- of the drag Monique. world and beyond.
1: Welcome, Devo Monique.
0: Woo-woo. Hiya! <laughs> Hiya! <laughs> Hello!
2: <laughs> I loved it. It was like oh, I loved that you had. Her. She hasn't slept, and I was like, damn. Well, we'll call it her out. Cause like literally, I think it was like four fifty something, and I saw yeah, you in the street, we and uh, and I was like, I was like, wait, we're doing this, and you are like, we can do this at twelve, and I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna sleep over. You were this like, what
1: is the earliest we could do this? Because podcast. I have
2: giant fest tonight, which you do. Like, catch me at giant fest we still have like tickets at the door but by the time but by the time like 20. this but by the time this interview is out it won't even matter so whatever um, um <laughs> well i hope that goes well yeah good <laughs> luck it was a great
1: success by the time you listen yeah. to this yeah um, it was amazing we loved everything about
0: so it stupid. oh my god girl you were so
2: good
1: <laughs> you're amazing so let's start from the beginning where are you from originally
2: um i'm originally from Colonia Heights, Virginia, is like what I would like to say. Mm-hmm. But I was, I mean, I was born in Petersburg because it's the close, it was at the time the closest hospital, Columbia Heights doesn't even have a hospital. Oh. But I was born in Petersburg, Virginia, and I was pretty much like raised in like, um Columbia Heights, Virginia, mm-hmm. and like, that's 20 miles south of Richmond, it's like really deep. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, where yeah. is that? <laughs> because I'll tell people, um, and they'll be, and they're like, where are you from in, like, Virginia? I'm, like, 20 miles south of Richmond. Because it's the closest thing you can say, and, like, they still is have it no idea. It's it just, like, woods? What is it? It's, <laughs> it's just woods. Is <laughs> it just woods? No, it's like, a, it's, like, a really small town. <laughs> oh, okay. Very, very small town. Very, like, small town, talented queer kind of story. Like, that's, oh, that's yeah, very that.
1: So, how did you first get into drag?
2: Um, so, I was... 19, 8 I was actually eighteen at the time. So two days I ago, I decided to literally, <laughs> literally. I just turned fifty five. Um, <laughs> fifty five. And, and I'm black, and it's just like you just can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, um, I was I re- I decided that it was like I was like if I don't get an audition, um, uh, within or if I don't hear anything back, I'm I'm like retiring from dance. Oh, okay, um, yeah. I just broke up with my boyfriend mm-hmm. of like. I was dating them from like the age of 16 to the age of 18 and we just like broke up Aww. and it was a whole thing for me. Cause they were like my first like big love and mm-hmm. all that kind of shit. And then I was also trying to like model on the side, but like when Look you're in Virginia, you. you're queer and you're black, like, Modeling agencies have no idea what to do with you. They have no. They literally have no idea. I
1: didn't even know they had like modeling. They over do there. like in
2: Richmond and stuff. Like like yeah. there's a really I cute like <laughs> there's a really cute like fashiony kind of scene. Oh, it's very what? It's, like, it's tiny, but it's like very prominent. <laughs> like there's even Virginia Fashion Week and stuff like that. Oh like, wow! Oh yeah, it's kind of lit. I'm like, very surprised. And there's a lot of like Ford. Um, modeling agencies that like are like branches off of stuff like that yeah it's interesting interesting, but like I got like some callbacks but like they didn't know what to do with me Mm. so I remember um, getting in like a $34 wig I remember the price Um, it was not a lace front but I did spend (laughs) $34 on a hard front wig because I didn't know what was smart at the time and like two sheets of Revlon foundation and I was like like, and even before this I was like dressing androgynously and like dress, okay. and going around and just expressing myself gender wise mm-hmm. um like in wigs and like clothes and dresses and not necessarily wearing like a lot of makeup or wearing like even makeup at all sometimes just expressing myself gender wise and then um I would go I went to my first pride mm-hmm. probably probably my first pride and I went with my friend Cause I really needed it a week. And this was like, I like broke up with my boyfriend. I think like the week before, two weeks before something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to, I was like, I'm going to work somebody out. I was like, I'm going to meet somebody at pride. I was like, this is going to happen. I was like, this is going to happen. And I danced my heart out at pride. I went to my first gay club. It was called Godfrey's shout out to Godfrey. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the Queens, um, who did book me and the ones who did not Cause what's Mm. up? <laughs> um, and I was discovered by a trans queen named Heavenly Kennedy, oh. and she was like, time She was like, "What's your name? What's your name? What, have we met?" And I was like, "No, it's my first time here." She's like, "Okay, baby." She's like, "Anytime you want to perform, just hit me up." Aww. And I was like. I don't really do that. I don't really do. That. She was like, anytime you are to perform, hit me up. And I was like, thank you, but. And she was like, anytime you want to perform, let me know. She would not take no Aww. for an answer. Aww. And I sat on it for like three weeks or like two weeks. Not even three weeks. I sat on it for a week. I don't even know why I said three weeks. <laughs> I felt like it felt like three weeks because yeah. I think like I think when it, when you think for the first time you're ever going to do drag, it feels like a long process of like accepting that, like you're not going to be what you want to look like, or Mm. you're not going to be able to do what you want to do, or you're not like, it's just a long process it takes. So it feels a lot longer than what it is. And I was, I sat on it for a week and I was like, and she invited me to this competition and I went in my best, like, like, Makeup of like I like I bought like Heavy like What I thought was like Heavy cream Like a very like m- Very like Walmart Iman moment And like No <laughs> lashes oh And like Do you like Remember Do you guys like Remember like When like The like The chap leggings was in When like With a buckle And it was like Faux leather and, yes. was, and you could get them At like Hot Topic I yes. think I think I got mine At like Spencer's Or something like that Which oh, is like Really God. Really southern If you know What Spencer's Like you, you You'll know What Hot Topic is But if you know What Spencer's is You know you're From the south <laughs> Wait um, is Spencer's like a south thing, I, I think so. Either. I think I think Spencer's is like a south thing. I thought it was just like a mall thing, oh, yeah, is it? I, I it might be yeah. just well, I bet that's also like very like mall rap culture is very yeah. southern, um, yeah, yeah, it's very <laughs> yep. a southern like moment. <laughs> like, we got you nothing to do, you, ain't <laughs> you would just go to the mall
0: for days. Yeah. I spent
2: so many times at the mall, like, just get an orange Julius and like you just walk around, yep, bitch I just, got you. <laughs> you just walk around, like, you would show up at 3 p.m. and you wouldn't leave until 8.30 and it'd be like, girl, get your life together, especially when you're like underage underage and when you're just like looking for an outlet and like you're not necessarily looking to like do like go out or you're you're just looking to be and exist yeah yeah you know what I mean um so I got those like leggings like those little chap leggings and I got like this really silk black like um crop top (laughs) and like I got this long like Wig and I was just like and I was like I'm gonna do this performance. Mm-hmm. So and my first song I ever did was um, "Dirty Talk" by um, Winter Gordon. Work. Mm-hmm. I did the competition and I won. Ooh. And I was like,
1: "This." You got it. the bug.
2: Well, I think I did. I immediately was like, "This is it." Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is this is the answer I've been looking for." And it was like a slow, long process of just like working things out and trying to get things going and and that and that was it.
0: I didn't realize me and DeVoe are pretty close, but I didn't realize we had such a similar story. That's really cool. Maybe yeah, that's why you bond so well. Yeah. because mm-hmm. um, um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I looked like a brick the first time I went out. Oh my god, it was You so think things have changed. <laughs> 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 you shaded like um, No, you're not you're not <laughs> wrong. Um, my my makeup has just gotten more matte. <laughs> that's actually really true, to be honest. Uh, I was like watching. I
2: think I was like watching Violet's tutor- Violet tutorial. Violet Chachki's. Oh my god! And, oh my god! Her, oh my god! Her like you don't actually learn anything from her no, tutorials. You don't. you don't. But it is so fascinating yes. to watch her like paint and talk about her drag. It's yes. and, and she was like saying the other. She's like, I just love it when it gets all matte because there's no texture. And I was
1: like, me. <laughs> no, because like I'm obsessed with her makeup, and I was like really trying to learn it. But I learned it from Lucy Garland because she does the Violet Chachki. Lucy tutorial. Garland yeah. is
2: an exquisite transformative yeah artists follow mm-hmm. like, them so... on youtube like oh my god that yeah. is how i learned to oh i it. like learn how to do like the naomi smiles makeup yes. from her yeah can like do everybody i think it's because like when you watch drag queens like do their own makeup like they don't actually like they've just been doing that face yeah for they don't so know long. why they're it's doing it's really it hard to put those in technical terms yeah unless they're like makeup artists yeah and already. so when it's someone mm-hmm. like another queen who does like impersonation yeah be like she does her eye like this, so yeah. I had to do it like this, and like this is what it was. It's yeah, Lucy yeah, yeah. Garland is a goddess. People. No, it's like no. Lucy Garland is someone who's like really spearheading the trend of like being a an A F A P performer, but yeah. also doing it in a way where it's like accessible. it's online, yeah. it's accessible, and this is drag for everyone. everyone yeah. And like, because none of her none of her content is really like this is only for a white queen or this is only no. for this kind of queen. It's very all yeah. rainbows of the same size, And image. like,
1: this is how they do it. Like, yeah, yeah. It's I just love, like, great. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, um, Virginia yeah. for me was... It was so interesting because mm-hmm. it was like I was never focused on really being good. I was focused on being different. You uh, know what I mean? Yeah. I was focused on like I'm like I'm the weird girl. I do FK twigs, and I'm like I don't uh, I don't pad, and I don't do uh, this, and I don't do that. And mm-hmm. it was never about like producing my drag. And I look back, and it was I was doing drag for a bit there. Like I've been doing drag for about a few a few years mm-hmm. there, and it just wasn't good. Okay. And I'm and I can I'll be the first to admit that. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like it's very interesting because like. I look back and I was like, maybe I didn't get booked because like I was wearing clown white under my, eye as a highlight, you know what I mean? Oh or I was like wearing like,
1: you're not the first. Or my <laughs> eyebrow or
2: like my eyebrows were literally to the back of my knee. You know what I mean? Like it was
0: girl. I can do that. Cause I'm pale as hell. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. And it was just, it was just, it was just about being different. And yeah. it was like, and it was a lot more about like choices that I made and I was actively making and, I wasn't getting like a lot of consistent work because there was just a while where like people never knew what they were gonna get with me. Yeah. And they're like, She's a great performer. She can do all these things and but we're like, but we don't know if that's gonna be an unmarketable thing we can sell at uh-huh. the club because at the end of the day, nightlife is a business. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A drag show is a business. They have yeah. to sell and they yeah. have to have people their people wanna come see. So like yeah. if they don't know what they're gonna get, they're not gonna hire you. Yeah. yeah. You
1: have to kinda be consistent. and that was a
2: real kind of thing where I didn't realize of like why it wasn't working out for me. Mm. Um, Did you see
0: growth and improvement when you first moved to New York? Did you, did you get, were you accepted
2: right away or how was that experience? When I first got to New York, it was like, well, I was like, I think I went on my 23rd birthday. Yeah, twenty third birthday. I was twenty two, and I decided I was like, okay, I love drag and I love performing, and like this makes sense. This is who I am, and I was like, I have to make the decision. I was like, if I really want to be the queen, I want to be. Mm-hmm. There is no way it's going to happen in Virginia. No. Mm-hmm. I hit all the marks I could hit in Virginia yeah. without running the pageant, without trying oh, to be because yeah. it's a very pageant yeah, scene. Well, yeah, well, all the South really. Yeah, all yeah. the South truly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm not going to be that girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have to find. And, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I was like, so I just ta- messaged Queens Online. And like I was been talking. And I got out here. And I was out here for a week. And I said, we're going to go for a week. And we're mm-hmm. going to work it out. And. I just came into Brooklyn and I just like ran and I did everything I could. Yeah. Um my first two parties in Brooklyn were actually hot fruit and Mondays on Mondays. Oh wow. And they were back to back. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It was really, really interesting. And actually actually one of my first parties was with Zenobia and we did um it was with Dahlia and Valentine um back in the did day, day, girl. That was that was a minute because Valentine, I don't think she lives in New York anymore. Um, is
1: it who Valentine Adams?
2: Valentine Steffen. Oh, I don't know. Or Steve, if I'm pronouncing that right. Okay. Sorry, girl. If I'm I don't know. <laughs> if I'm if I'm scratching up your name. <laughs> what what year uh, year was this or what time? 2017. 2017? 20, 2017? Okay. 2017. Okay, okay. that was about long so ago. not that long ago, yeah, but no. it feels like. Forever but that's ago. but that's I first met Zenobia that first night, and mm. then because that was on the Sunday, and then I stayed on Monday, and I did hot fruit and like mm. hot fruit was this is when hot fruit and like. Hot Fruit was the moment. Oh, it was still the moment, and it was very much a big deal.
1: And what was Hot Fruit, for people who don't know? Hot Fruit was a party... um,
2: Hosted by Giant? Hosted by the amazing, the incredible, the prolific Will Sheridan. Uh Um, Uh And he created this space and this art moment of where queer artistry was taken to new heights and always displayed mm-hmm. in natural ways and where you could try things and where you couldn't and where you wanted to do things that were your favorite things and be like I like I think some I think the best description of hot fruit was when um Mocha told me she's like hot fruit is a place where you go I really want to do this number mm. will book me or I've done I haven't like it's been a while since I've done this number will book me
1: you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's
2: a place where you can try new things, or it's a place where you can go and be like, I do this number all the time, and I really need to do it again because I'm going through something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And Hot Food was that place. It, it was that grounding for artists and queer artists in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And it was my first one, and I was extremely excited because I was at the, because I knew what I was. I was a drag. I'm still am, but I was a drag nerd in Virginia. I knew. Uh. what I knew what Metro was. I knew. I knew, uh, <laughs> I knew, I knew these things. So when I was like, I got the performance at Metro, I'm like, oh my God, Thorgy and like Aja. Yeah. Same. Yeah, and yeah, these yeah. girls performed <laughs> here. It's so
1: funny to like hear your like outside view of it, both of yours, yeah. because like, I don't know, it was just like something so local to me always. Yeah. So and I think like people, you don't think about I mean, it. I was talking to my drag sister, mm. Sassy,
2: and we were talking about Mary Chair, and she goes, she goes, she's like, it blows my mind that Mary Cher is here because like I'm from Ohio and like mm. every time Mary comes to Ohio, like She's visiting. She's like, and just like, it just blows my mind that like I work in the same scene as Mary Cherry, that's and I'm so like, that is, I'm like, I'm like, that is such a Midwest way, yeah, Midwest life, girl, to live, yeah. and that's yeah. what it was for me. Like, me- I knew what Metro was. I knew what it that's meant so to perform there. So when I got to perform there, I was like, I'm here. I Yeah, I feel that like, little old no. me. It was, it was incredible.
1: Do you think your drag aesthetic has like evolved with like the Brooklyn scene? Oh, How would yeah. you describe it now?
2: When I first got to Brooklyn, my drag was very much still stuck in the idea of I just need to be different. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be good. I just need to be different because I can perform well, I can do this. She's looking so, right at me when she's saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like still doing my twigs and I was still doing my art and I was still doing this and like I was still doing like clown white and I was still I was just still just like doing mm. things that would like just kinda get me noticed and kind of like make your eyebrow raise. I was like, why did you do that? Why should you do that? And I wow. kind of ignored the quality of like feminine beauty, which mm. is like, because a lot of my drag is birthed in human nature and like reaction and um, pulse and like um touch and feel. Mm. And like, I, I really try to connect that through like dance and performance art. Yeah. But none of that was prevalent when I first got to Brooklyn. But over the time, I was really open. I was really open to um trying new things like makeup wise and looks wise and hair wise I was so open to it and Mm -hmm. I was never scared about what people were gonna say or what they didn't say or what they didn't like and I've like faced a lot of criticisms for that I still do now yeah. Mm -hmm. but it's like it's nothing I really cared about because it was more about me finding myself Mm -hmm. as an artist and as a journey because Mm -hmm. I knew the moment I moved to Brooklyn and the moment I was like getting to Brooklyn, everything I Virginia, everything I did in, as a Virginia queen yeah. no longer mattered. Yeah, it doesn't count. It does not count yeah. because people mm-hmm. don't care. And yeah. they don't know. They though. don't know and they don't care because yeah. no one's looking for, I mean, there's no one who can tell me in Brooklyn, maybe a few people, but there's not a lot of people People can tell me who are the top queens in Virginia. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Like No one can say that. You can tell me there are some girls who know girls in like Orlando yeah, or know who girls in like Chicago like the bigger city. or like t- even Texas, but oh, no yeah. one can tell you who the top queens in Virginia are no so it was a thing where it was just like i was like i was ready to try any and everything because i was i was so immediately knew like brooklyn any and everything goes it's true and i kind of escaped that world of where people didn't know like oh, she doesn't pad by choice. Where it was more in Virginia, oh, she doesn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Or she stood after this mm-hmm. long, she still doesn't know any better. Yeah. Which is a very different mindset. Yeah. And of course it changes your art, changes your viewing yourself. Yeah. It changes your out view on what you can achieve and mm-hmm. how you can achieve it. So it was very interesting of where it was going.
1: That's like, yeah, because I feel like a lot of people feel very pigeonholed if they're like alternative drag in like the smaller communities like that, because it's like mainly pageants and things like that or realness things. Yeah. real. Yeah. But in Brooklyn, it's very, the it's just because it's an alternative scene. So like anything goes. So you can really like. The thing about Brooklyn is people are
2: like, well, what makes a Brooklyn queen? I get asked this a few times. Yeah. I'll talk about Mm -hmm. it. I'm like, I was like, I think what really makes a Brooklyn queen is being 100% who you are 100% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And sure. that was something I really struggled with because it's like I w- in Virginia specifically, yeah. that's something I really struggled with because it was like I was never worried about being who I was. I was always worried about being different mm. and being like, I don't do this and I yeah. do this.
1: But now you come to the scene where everyone's different. Well, everyone's different. <laughs> yeah. So now
2: it was like, OK, you're different, girl. And now and you're good, yeah. but you need to be better. Yeah. I think you, also, need, to be you yes. need to specifically be better for what you do,
1: and I feel like Brooklyn is very much about having your own voice. Like, what is your oh, voice? Yeah. What are you trying to say? Because there's just so many queens here, but they're all very different. But they all no, no matter what queen they looks look the like, same. Yeah, no matter what they look. No like, queen it's looks what the same.
2: Saying. No queen looks. No, literally, no queen looks the same. No. Yeah,
0: Thank yeah. Um, with that, we should take a little break. Yeah. Oh, work. Cool. And we'll get back to um, talking about working in Brooklyn. Yeah. And some of your experiences. <laughs> all right. We'll take a little break. Bye. Bye. I know. Wig. I feel that already. Wig. Okay. Wig. Did you just say wig? Wig. Okay. <laughs> so the thing about Twitter porn is that, like, I see all these, like, similar people that, like, interact with each other and they have sex with each other. And it's just, like, a bunch of content, like, circle jerk around. You get what I mean?
2: I think, like, the thing about Twitter porn, it's, like, it's very specific, wise to, like, people who hook up with each other. Yeah. But, like, they're never, like, they're not always spilling the deep stuff, like, I'm here and, like, I'm here, you can come too. Yeah. It's more just, like, watch us have sex with each other it's wild it's a little it's a little it's interesting but like twitter porn is very like i said like if you want something specific twitter will have it yeah but you have to be very careful because so, sometimes it gets a little dicey anyways welcome and back, we're back. To back. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> yeah we just had a lovely conversation <laughs> yeah we just had a lovely conversation and you all i was that. literally <laughs> just thinking okay so i was because i like we said martir is like my baby we Aww. fell in. do you remember the night we fell in love Let's talk about um,
0: it. I know several nights we fell in love. So, oh, which okay. one are you thinking of? I'm thinking, thinking, thinking of the BK. first time we met. BK? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
2: I like I was, and you were like, I'm here. and I was like, I remember being like awestruck by um, I don't even know what I, did. I don't even know what I did for Miss. I
0: remember your outfit. I don't remember what you did. I don't think what I was saw my you perform. Outfit? I don't remember you. Anything. Um, you had one outfit that was like I think made out of like trash bags. or oh, something. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I
2: was doing my. Oh, I did. Um. I did some FK to Eximmer. Like, mm. see, this is that era where I was yeah, like... Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. like, up. But, well, this is the era when, like, DeVoe got, started to get, like, really pretty. Uh. And, like, she took away the clown white. <laughs> <She's glowing. laughs> like, she learned how to blend. And she, like, mm. was like... And she and she was in the moment. But I was still like, I'm artsy, artsy. So, like, mm. I, like... um, I made a like holly powder I made yeah. my own holly powder and I had everything in mm-hmm. it and I had all white and was like supposed to like represent like mm-hmm. Rush anyway bullshit bullshit <laughs> and Martyr was in Head to Toe Head to Toe White and yeah. Painted White and you did um this is uh Mrs.
0: BK um oh. of 2018 2018 oh, okay. and
2: what's the song you did it was from um, Call Me Maybe
0: <laughs> call me, maybe. Was yes. it? What, call uh, me, call uh, me, it? Call me. Call me by your name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, those are very different things. <laughs> um, I, I made a mix um, uh, using that song and also the speech from
2: the dad in that movie. Um, oh. I didn't. And it was yeah. gorgeous because you were like doing like the Brooklyn Quiver, and we haven't seen it the Brooklyn Quiver, uh, we have not <laughs> what seen <is> that. <laughs> oh, Brooklyn Quiver because it was something that I think, um, I don't know who coined the phrase, but it was, I think some, it was Simon, Simon, yeah. But Simon used to do all the time, uh-huh. Untitled did it for uh-huh. a little like a little bit in her career, mm-hmm. and like Simon was like, That's the and like the Brooklyn Quiver is the mark of a true Brooklyn art. Aww, movie. Dave, what is that? it? It was it was like me. <laughs> and t- I remember having this conversation. With oh, it's somebody. like a type of movie. And yeah. like you had these long, and I was I thought it was exquisite. I was like, this is what I came to Brooklyn for. Ooh. Um, but I remember like me and like Martir were talking, and I was like just jerking off Martir with compliments, and I was like, Aww. I was like, your art is so important, and I was like, da-da-da. he was like, oh, I love you. And I was like, I love you too. And and then do you remember the time we met at my apartment? Yes, and okay. Did we get biscuits? Did, get, did, did we get biscuits? I did we you get biscuits? Up? What is going on? No, we, we didn't did get have... biscuits at Father Knows Best. Yes, and I remember this is my favorite my thing that's ever happened. Oh, because I'm like, oh god, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I like get very insecure sometimes about uh. like friendships and things like uh. that, and I just remember like this little boy was like, "Why do you have long?" Because I had acrylics. Yeah, yeah, and like. Marty was and like this little boy was like why do you have like long nails like are you a girl and then Martyr was like do you want me cause and this kid like had, broke oh, his yeah, bike yeah. or something yeah, yeah, or like I don't know and Marty was like do you want me to fix your bike and the kid was like yeah and then Martyr was like stop making fun of my friend and I was like I'm <laughs> your friend like it was so stupid but it was like one of those things of like just sisterhood because i think like it's easy to get caught up in brooklyn um the brooklyn scene can be a little vicious sometimes mm-hmm. i think like oh, I've, absolutely i've definitely witnessed that oh my god i've definitely witnessed that and yeah. i've seen other people go through it and like yeah. go through it with people and it's heartbreaking because mm-hmm. yeah. it's really because brooklyn is a lot of it is based in sisterhood yeah. so when people like fight it's like oh no let's not let's not do that so like yeah it's just good to have those moments um, I'm glad you bring that up actually I'm having
0: that problem currently I won't name any names but oh, we'll talk about it later girl um, but yeah it's I think it's important to be like just honest and open with I mean we call I, I have sometimes I have trouble with like sisterhood because like we'll be like kissy kissy at the club and then yeah. like we never talk outside of it and me and Devo, like, um, we talk intermittently, but, like, at the end of the day, we're, like, we hung out out of the club, and, like, I think that's really important to do. Because um, otherwise, it just feels like, oh, I'm seeing a co-worker or something. Like, yeah, it yeah. does uh-huh. feel like
2: that. Oh, that's very true. Well, it's the thing where it's, like, I really try, like, I'm, I have a very, very crazy, nutsy, poo-poo schedule. And I, I try really hard to be like Martyr. And I really try hard to check on Martyr because, mm-hmm. uh, well, not just on Martyr, but other people because, well, <laughs> this is a thing. Brooklyn is going to be its heart. You know why? Brooklyn is hard. It's on its weirdos. Oh, yeah. Or Absolutely. the weird queens. And, yeah. and the reason why is because, like, Brooklyn was based in that. Like, yeah. a lot of those queens, like Patty, Untitled, yeah. Raga, yeah. Mm-hmm. um first generation Thorgy Thor, like all that kind yeah. of stuff. Or even like, um, even Mocha Light back in the day, bitch, yeah. like Mocha Light did, um, used to do fucking um, Bjork at fucking, in Hell's Kitchen with screen mm-hmm. projectors. And like, uh. it's, oh my God, like look it up if you haven't, it. it's mm-hmm. exquisite. But, um, so it's, it's based in that. So like, if you're not doing it, to that degree of where they were doing it, they're very harding and they're very critical. Yeah. Because we we do this and we all have this high eye of highbrow drag or highbrow whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the new, especially um, um, myself included, the newer age, of girls who are like very just like, either like fashion forward or mm-hmm. very just like gorgeous and mm-hmm. who can come turn a fierce dance number, like we'll do a Cardi B song. Mm-hmm kind Of get a lot of leeway, and, oh, yeah. and that's fine, but that's also because that side of Brooklyn is very fresh. Yeah. That kind of stuff is maybe well, come up,
1: Brooklyn is such a young scene, but that's
2: kind of stuff come up in the last f- four, f- three to four, four, three to four years, whatever. Yeah. yeah, um, so that's a very fresh thing for Brooklyn to digest. But that style of like weirdo artsy, full forward button mm-hmm. pushing drag has been there since day one. Yeah, so people are like, if you're not doing it to disagree, so but. So I like that. So I get so I think and I get that because it's like for me, drag is not I'm happy with any queen who's happy being a queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for me, drag is never about if you look like this, or you look like that. Drag for me is about the feeling that you can invoke. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I always I um, always say I judge a queen on not their look per se, but um, how they perform. And if they're like showing me that they love their drag. Whatever they're doing, I'm like that's what that's what I love.
2: Well, there's also queens who don't perform, yeah, who are just true. as valid, who are yeah. just as important. So I think like I think like there are girls, like there are a million girls in the city who don't perform. You hey know England's what I mean? I
1: was like, that's me. But you know what I mean? Those are there's a million queens who
2: don't perform and who sp- who spend time and energy creating. Looks and exquisite mm-hmm. yeah. pieces from yeah. head to toe, yeah. and whose drag is just as important as mm-hmm. someone who is out every night turning the gigs here and there. Yeah. Also,
1: I don't feel like everyone needs to perform. I feel like some people could take a backseat for performing. Yeah, yeah, I remember.
2: I remember, like on season eight, Bob the Drag Queen said, "If if Kimchi just sat in a f- fucking museum, yeah." Oh, and fuck. just stood, I she paid. would still be an exquisite queen. Yeah. yeah, like, like I, that's I, I, true. I don't feel like everyone yeah.
1: needs to do the same type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Th- well, there's lots of like variations of the range.
2: It's hard to, it's hard, it's really hard to, uh it's hard to be a good performer. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. hard to be the performer. Everybody wants to see what they're gonna do, or they know yeah. they're gonna turn out a song. It's yeah. hard. It's that that girl comes once in a while, but it's also hard to be someone who can beat her face to capacity mm-hmm. and like do this exquisite look it's yeah. that it's hard to do both yeah and I think we like are like oh you can do both girl it's like girl it's hard for some people yeah yeah it does the switch is not yeah on and off for for both of Absolutely. those aspects of that sometimes it's a little skewed sometimes it's a little to the left and to the little to right it's never straight down the middle mm. for sure
1: I agree so how has it been navigating the Brooklyn drag um scene what have been, like, some of, like, the hardest moments of, like, working in Brooklyn for you?
2: I think some of the hardest moments um, have been, like, um, committing to the idea that not everybody's going to love what I do. Mm-hmm. And not everybody's going to love me. And, and, not, and not because, like, I need to be loved. Just because, like a lot of like for the longest time working at Brooklyn for me was based out of survival mm-hmm. and survival and survival is not guaranteed if no, if some people like you, some people don't like you, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and that's, that's just real. And like, mm-hmm. that was the hardest thing to be like, this person doesn't like me. So I probably can't work this night because mm-hmm. they're working this night. And like, if I ask to do shows, they're going to say no, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I, I don't know if I'll have money to eat tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, and it was never about. And it was never like I did anything malicious to the people. It's just like some people just straight up don't like new queens. Some people don't yeah. like. Yeah. And some people straight up don't like new queens who are like, "Girl, can I do this?" Mm-hmm. So we're like, "No, I don't know you." Yeah. <laughs> and it's not. And it's not necessarily malicious. It's yeah. just like sister It's just it's part how their of the mind, scene. Yeah. It's a part of the scene. It's yeah. how their mind works, and it's it, it's drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can't take it personally. But like that was, and I had to commit. But I had to commit to that. Yeah. I had to commit to people who were not going to love me straight away. Mm-hmm. And that's a and that was a hard thing because it was just like I love Brooklyn for so. Lo- I've, I still love Brooklyn. Yeah. But I like I said I love Brooklyn since I lived back in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I knew who Mary was. I knew who these girls were. Mm-hmm. So I had to commit to like certain people mm-hmm. was not gonna love me mm-hmm. and like or it took them time to get used to me or it mm-hmm. took time to get our energies and our things like right of like getting comfortable with each other you know what i mean yeah. so that was the thing because i've loved them forever yeah and they're like i don't know you mm-hmm. and i don't care who you are mm-hmm. so that was and it's not and it's not like and it was like i said it was never an ego thing or, or on their part it was a thing of like just the scene of like why do you why do you think you deserve this? Yeah. Show me why you deserve this. Yeah. So you have to commit to that.
1: Do you think being a queen of color has like changed how you've been treated in the Brooklyn scene or in New York in general?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean like What do you mean specifically?
1: Like um I feel like white queens tend to get a lot of passes and like are able to like have more gigs or like be more accepted mm. if, without putting in necessarily as much work. Do you think you've had to like prove yourself more as a person of color?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um I think I think being a dark skin girl with like like taking through the transformations of like trying new makeup things and trying this and trying new looks and like Dita Ritz, me and her were talking, she was like, they either want you to look a mess or they either want you to look exquisite. There's no in-between. Mm-hmm. And there's no, and they don't really accept a leafway of you trying things out. Mm-hmm. She's like, so you have to, she's like, and it's hard because like when you're in that between stage of trying to like nail down who you are and who you're going to be as a queen and what you're going to be presenting, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't want to fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and it's because they're black and they're not going to say it, but it's the truth. Mm.
1: Also, I feel like the man, at least in Manhattan, like the management situation with like people of color, there's been like a lot of racism that's been Uh, last year. The,
2: the treatment of black entertainers in nightlife blows my mm-hmm. mind me and Will have had conversations me and Mocha have had conversations me and Miss Jade me and Zenobia and me and like Olivia Delano um mm-hmm. have had conversations and just the things that go on like kind of blows my
1: mind have you ever like experienced like anything directly towards you
2: about like <sighs> like have you
1: been treated differently in like that there has capacity? been times
2: where it's like Queens who definitely know who I am mm-hmm. pretend to not know who I am because oh. I'm a person of color. Really? Yeah, it's very fascinating. That's interesting. It's, it's really. Because I it's, always feel like. And it's a lot. Of, it's it's a lot of Manhattan girls. It's yeah. A lot okay. Of Manhattan girls I can do see it. that more. And it's like, okay, girl, I. Get, That's interesting. I'm cool. though. But it, or it's like a, or it's also a thing where it's like people downplay your skills or. Yeah, people downplay your skills as a person of color, as a queen of color, because there's this hierarchy of, I know more than you, or what you do as a queen of color, like a million black girls do, of like, all the time on, like, every day walking out the street, because like, that's where we, that's where a lot of queens of color draw their inspiration.
1: I mean you know what i mean it's a great inspiration
2: but that's their life to that's the black experience so a lot of people are like "Mm, that's not hard to do like what happens every day but i don't think people understand like the dedication of beauty a lot Mm -hmm. of that thing takes or like the dedication to um just high maintenance beauty like Mm -hmm. like long nails and like very very exquisite like expensive hair and Mm -hmm. like like the best of the best make like that's a very strict dedication yeah and people don't like always are like oh well that's not original and or that's not this but it's like it is original and it is high drag because just because it's a black art form and just me because it's not your culture yeah, yeah. And i feel you like it's can, not their experience well i think it's mm-hmm. also they they can choose when they want to ch- accept them when they don't and when they yeah. want to take it on when they don't mm-hmm. but we are literally living that every day, every day. so okay. they are like we don't like it right now so it's not as serious or it's not as good or like you know what I mean? It's, it's like a lot. you need their approval. Yeah. Know, right? And like that, that but that's a thing though. It's yeah. like it's painted in that way. It's pointing in that mm-hmm. direction. So I think that's why that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's like kinda sad.
0: Um, I think with the current audiences we're experiencing, we're seeing a lot of um, appropriation
2: of uh Black femme culture. What do you mean, like, the audience?
0: I'm saying, like... um, Do you
2: mean in Brooklyn specifically, or do you mean, like, all over New York?
0: I'd I'd say all all over. Yeah, just Mm -hmm. drag in general. I feel like um, uh, queens of color, like, put under this pressure to act like... um, And if I'm stepping on a line, please correct me. um, That they're supposed to act a certain way and sort of be, like, approachable to a more white audience... Um, yeah, sort of like true. doing like the
2: cis, yes, tea, cunty, what all, yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like, it's I've been thinking about this a lot actually mm-hmm. lately. Uh-huh. It kind of disgusts me how it's like, because the main culture in New York drag and the people, there's a few People of color that come see the shows and get it and get it, but Mm. and like understand it and love it. But Mm. there's Mm. also a very small amount of people that come out that are people of color and who get it. And Mm. I mean, black people that come see it and want to experience it because they don't feel like there's no space for them because all they see are white queens at the bars, or there's only like Mm. queens who are not black that are not booked. And it's like, yeah, but like that doesn't. Well, that does, also, like that that doesn't represent them.
1: Yeah, I also with like the demographics of audiences because like Brooklyn is so gentrified now. Brooklyn yeah. is Manhattan very gentrified. Is, all tourists.
2: Well, also it's like they love it. They love like they love watching Pose and they yeah, love, yeah. they love that's the shake awesome. of the world and yeah. they love they love the new like Normani video and like all mm-hmm. these things that play in those space. They but pick it, and choose.
1: They pick and choose. Yeah, like Lizzo for example. Yeah, very that or they like love yeah.
2: col- and like colorism is a huge thing. Yeah. but the thing about it is it's like p those gentrified audiences and those people love that stuff Um, and like it's being accepted and and which is great because it creates more work for us and it's this but it also like it gives an excuse for the queens of um who are white or who are other color uh, other colors of the rainbow yeah um an excuse to whitewash the black experience and to Mm. perform it in an act and to get paid money to do it Mm. because the audience who are predominantly white or a lighter color who, who are not black will accept it because they're like oh I love it and it's like great it's just art and it's just like no that's a black experience like for example yeah, I was at the bar and like the Normada video came on um, and I'm obsessed with it so brilliant and it's so black the video is so (laughs) fucking black like the scene of those like just black girls like Mm -hmm. when she's like they're all dark scenes she's like my y'all can't take it and I'm like you really can't (laughs) it's so good but the thing about that is it's like and I was just like at the bar I was like talking and it was two separate experiences. And like the video, I was like, girl, this is me and drag. And people were like, you wish. And I'm like, no, no, that's my culture. Like that is yeah. that is where I'm birthed from. I know mm-hmm. the references she's pulling. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is me and drag, this is me. And they were like, no, girl, like you, no, that's more me and drag. Like this is a white person uh, telling okay. me, that's more me and drag. I'm like, girl, you are whitewashing my experience yeah, right yeah. in front of my face. Oof. And you're taking it as a joke. And I'm like, Oof. girl, this is my experience. Yeah. Stop whitewashing my experience. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. People have made it acceptable and the audience have made it acceptable to whitewash experiences that are from a person of color's point of view. And Mm -hmm. not always specifically aimed towards people of color, Mm -hmm. because I can't speak for Namani. I don't know what she aimed. But like, I don't want to see, I just don't want to see your idea of what you think a person of close experiences is when I know what it is. Yeah. And I don't need you to tell me what you think it is when I know what it is. When I literally grew up yeah. as a black kid, weirdo from Virginia. Yeah. Don't need you to tell me Amen, sister. what you think, mm-hmm. why you think you're more Normani than me, girl. Like it's doesn't, it's that's so not, that's, so that's not how that works. Mm-hmm.
0: I want names. We'll talk about it. Yeah. after. <laughs> Uh, so i know who to avoid
1: <laughs> <laughs> and going off of that though this is totally not related <laughs> um i know you wanted to talk about your living situation currently
2: i wanted to talk more about survival yeah. Yes, please. um as a person of color mm-hmm. yeah. of like there was a lot of talk and there's still some talk and people will not let it go mm-hmm. because they really want to hold things over you just because like i think once you really learn and get into your roots of who you are especially just as an artist and as a person, they don't know your journey, they want to either be a part of it, but they have opinions on it. Um, of like, there was a lot of talk of like Devo only works for free, and like, mm-hmm. you can book Devo for $20 and she'll show up for this. Mm-hmm. And girl, let me tell y'all, I am getting paid, <laughs> I am getting paid what I'm worth. And there, ha- and were there times where I definitely work for free? Of course, were there times other girls in the scene work for free? Of course, but to judge my survival and to judge my Way of how I make money and when I make money and to come from a space, especially where queens are like, I get paid this much. I get paid. I'm like, that's great for you. Yeah. But also as a black person, I don't have that power. I don't have that. I don't I don't have that power always, especially in the spaces you do Mm -hmm. or the things you've been set up to achieve Mm -hmm. because you've been either doing it for so long long. or just because you're a white person or just because like just literally because of that or like who you know or because of who you know or whatever whatever to be like pay me this because i'm worth this Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like because people because the thing about it is when people are like i'm just gonna get another girl or like i'm just getting another black girl people say things like that wow people I've, say things like that and people think like I've that heard and they're, those they don't say it oh, oh, exactly yeah. and people and people won't say it and people won't say it out loud but they will say it in their head oh and you God. know it yeah. and i'm not and i'm someone who is under the pressure of that and it's like if i want to eat tomorrow or if yeah. i want to like make sure like i can like go like live and like pay for myself yeah. well, don't judge my survival
0: do yeah you do drug full time yeah okay i've always been a fan of your work ethic, I think it's amazing. Yeah, the so hustle. At like, like inspires me. I for sure. um I I think it's amazing, and I'm very proud of you. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> um
2: that's
1: no, why i definitely wanted you on too because yeah. i feel like you hustle probably harder than most queens i know yeah oh
2: i just mm-hmm. i just love it and i came here to do this and i'm like and i that's what i meant when i committed i meant like i have to do this like whether it's gonna happen or not mm-hmm. but like that's the idea of like survival because yeah. su- it's literally survival of how you're gonna get out here every night because there was no there was no doubt in my mind when i moved here or when i was like there is no reason why you should not be able to perform at least four times a week. There if you want to be a full-time queen uh, there is no yeah. there's no excuse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of I deserve this and I deserve that. Like you deserve the work you put into it. Yeah. Um no, I just love that you um
0: I think there's a few nights you'll go from like one gig to another yeah, to another. Like oh, when I was like
2: double booked. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But that but that's also like that. That is important. That's a very important to learn as a New York queen in general. whether you're Brooklyn or Manhattan, wherever, that's important to learn that hustle of like how to be able to say, I can do this, I can do that. And I can do this. Because if you want to be this full time artist, you want to be this full time queen, uh, you want to be this big cheese that you want to be. You have to put in the work Absolutely. and you have to be able to say, I can be present and I can do this and I mm-hmm. can do that.
1: And you can deliver as well. Exactly. Yeah. And delivery
2: is half the battle. Yeah. So once you learn how to do that, that's it.
1: And um, besides like just doing drag, you also go-go in drag. Or I do go-go in drag. Go drag. And <laughs> you're one of the few people I know who does that in drag. <laughs> how has that been? How did f- you even get involved with that? Because your dance roots?
2: Um, I feel best when I'm a dancer. Yeah. Um, so I feel best when I'm moving. Yeah. I feel best when I'm creating movement and art. So I remember I was, um, I knew, I knew, I knew I was not going to be able to, like, get, I, and I, like I said, I knew what straight acting was. But I didn't, um, I knew I wasn't going to be able to just immediately guest a party. I knew I had to really work that up. But I knew I wanted to be a part of straight acting in a way that was, um, I knew I was like I want to be a part of this moment I know what a big deal this is and I mm-hmm. said
1: well that's how I met you and I China. really yeah and I really
2: looked up to Reefy for a very long mm-hmm. time Reefy is a huge inspiration to me um, and I was and I was like I was like when we met a bunch I was like do you have any like hosting spots because this is when he did host uh, it was like a year or two years ago Yeah. and he was like yeah you can host he was like I'll, I'll pay you whatever and we'll do this and we'll do that and let me tell you, I fucking hate hosting. <laughs> really? Hate, because I think you're very good at I it. I hate being an item in the room. Like, uh, just like, I mean, like, you know, like Club Kid hosting. Oh, shout Club out to, Kid hosting. Shout out to the girls who can do it. very different. Shout out to hosting. the girls who can uh, do it. I've always hated that, too. I, I feel shout that. Shout <laughs> out to the girls who can do it, but I cannot mentally do it. It's very hard for me. It's mm-hmm. very hard for me to be What does
1: that even require? Because I feel like all you have to do is bring people. I, but or am I, I wrong, know, wrong about It's about being button.
2: a good host and it's about mm-hmm. making sure just people like, are having a good time. Just like talking everybody. And, talking. and I'm yeah. very
1: personal. I can do that yeah. and I can do that.
2: But just to be there to do that, that's a certain mindset. Uh, you that's still a certain want to critique. Perform. Yeah, that's okay. just what's in my blood. Yeah. yeah. Um, I But see. I like... I was like, I was just like chilling and I was like dancing and I saw the little, and I saw that little box in the back of Metro. I was like, I'm going to dance on this. hey and they were like and i was like dancing my life away because i love moving and i was like getting tipped and i was like living they were like do you want us to turn the light on i was like no i don't want to upset reefy because like they're just here to see me go go um they're not here to see me go they're not here to see me go i'm just here to host you and so they turned the light on anyway and i was like i can't do anything about it and i was like go going boots yeah and then I was like getting tips and I would like walking the back of the thing and I didn't know what Reefy was going to say. And Reefy goes, did you make it tips? And I was like, <laughs> well, and, Reefy, I was, like and I was like, yeah. was, and I was like, there it is. And I mm-hmm. said, Hey, can I go, go here like a monthly? He was like, sure. He's like, I can't pay you, but like, mm-hmm. if you want to, if you really want to do it and if you can make it a thing, yeah. So I did it like for a few times, to- I did it like the first time I did it, um, he he, like he couldn't pay me the first few times. Yeah, um, and then the times he's like started paying me, and mm-hmm. then started paying me more and more, and then it became a standard. And I was like, wow, this is something I created for myself. Yeah, I created my own space at this iconic party,
1: and mm-hmm. it makes sense
2: for both of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it feels natural. Yeah, yeah,
1: it, it feels like such an integral part of straight acting too. Like,
2: well, to also I to be it. to be like. Uh, for th- like to be a glammed up queen, just like go going, it's kind of a thing that like you just don't see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. but like Reefy's done it. Like that's Reefy's past as well. So yeah. I feel like they ex- like. So they, but they, they get, get it. it. They oh, they get it, it. Yeah. in a way.
2: And you are like, and they love it. Yeah. And I'm excited to be there. Yeah. It's so actually like one of my, it's a really fun gig because I don't have to worry about what number I'm doing. I don't have to worry about this. But it's also like I've been booked for straight acting before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. it's like. It's a, it's a nice like switch and it's a nice swerve and I just really hope like in the future like if it comes down to it like other girls can like go go for me when I'm not there yeah. you know because there's a lot of new girls I think he reached out to me to be like do you want to go go at Like, No honey. Well, I, re- <laughs> I would pay good money. To well, that. I remember like like I remember Marty was like. I want to start go-going. Do you remember this? You no, I've never <laughs> said that. Maybe I'm lying to you.
1: <laughs> oh my God, I would pay such good money to do my But it's like
2: hard, it's a, it's a hard thing to go-go. It's very yeah. hard. It's hard because you have to be in touch with your body and you have to, like, mm-hmm.
1: Because like, it's not, not get tired.
2: Not get tired. Not, yeah. You have to be able to, to like, not like hunt you. Because you can't go as hard as you would in a performance. Because it's not about. Yeah. It's not, you're not telling the story with the song. You're telling the story with your body. Yeah. You're, telling, you're setting the mood of the party with your body. Well, also,
1: New York is not really go go friendly. It's not. When I lived in LA, go go's are everywhere. Go go's are everywhere mm-hmm. in LA,
2: but also, like, no, no gogos. I really have like queer bodies. It's more oh, like no. straight muscly bodies, and they're usually straight. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's a it's yeah. a whole different. Oh wait, are they really? Genre? Yeah. That's fascinating. I know. Uh,
1: oh, my it's a <laughs> my, whole different my genre. Former
2: roommate dated plenty of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, worked. Yeah, but I <laughs> yeah. But I, mm-hmm. I go go there and I've go go to other parties before. Mm-hmm. So and that's what's really got my foot in the door of like go-going. A lot of people are like,
1: I've seen you go go. Yeah, here. and go going. you do this? Yeah, go going like gives you new opportunities too because you're working with new people and they might give you booking that party's gotten me noticed a lot yeah it's like that like
2: that party has gotten me like that gig itself has gotten me a lot of like recognition of people like i didn't know you could do
1: this yeah and it's i i love that you created that for yourself yeah because i feel like a lot of drag is just making your own opportunities yeah oh my god and (laughs) that was 100
2: percent of what it was and i like i love it i love go going in drag because it doesn't feel it doesn't feel outside of my realm yeah it makes sense so it's like another hat. It's is, like an extension. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're great. At it. <laughs> <laughs> so I also know just like Reefy, we talked about this with her. Um, you're oh, yeah, also sober. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How is uh, that like working in nightlife?
2: I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a hundred percent. Okay. With being a sober person because like I grew up with um, like my like, l- like, In near and teen years my mom married um a man who was very very abusive Mm -hmm. um physically and emotionally and mentally abusive to me and like to my sibling to my um sister um and to my mother and it was very much of like i would like open it would be like a thing where like i would have to open the door to let him in the house and before i could like before I would open the original door to get him in, I could smell the alcohol mm. through the wood. Mm. Yeah. Bef- before he would like get into like the um the what am I thinking of the um entryway the entryway okay. <laughs> door, and I could smell the alcohol. I was like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. this is this yeah. is crazy. Yeah. And he was like a drug addict and other oh, stuff, and yeah. it was uh, it was very crazy in my life because I'd, I mean my dad was my dad hasn't been in my life a lot. Or like it's like really kind of ever in my like mm. life, mm-hmm. um, and I remember being like, I think I was like fourteen, I was like, this is my first introduction to like a male figure role uh. model in my household, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I just remember like, this experience, and I feel like I've had drinks here and there, and I'm mm-hmm. like, and I've like taken to- uh, like t- I've taken shots, but there was just one point where I was like, I don't want to be this person for anybody yeah. else. Mm-hmm. I never want to be this person yeah. for somebody. Yeah, and I knew like doing drugs and alcohol for me was never going to get me to where I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. And I don't judge anybody who has done it. Like I've, I work in nightlife. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's I like see you're in the most prevalent. I see what well, I see: drugs and I see alcohol, literally, at Every least day. twice mm. a day.
0: Yeah. you know Me what I mean. Me and Caitlin have had a very deep conversation about that <laughs> We see it too much. We, we see you, you see it
2: so much, much yeah. and it was a thing of where it's like, and it's not, and it's never a thought where it's like, I'm so sober, like I'm above you. No, yeah, it's never no, like, it's that. like that. It's because it, even sometimes you're like, should I do a bump? Should I do a bump? And you I goes, know, like you, you get, do, to,
1: you do because you're surrounded by your. Well, because you're surrounded by it, and like you know, you definitely product
2: of your environment that's yeah. true. and that's just true. and but there's always that thing i'm like no it's not it's not who i am it's not what i do yeah um, but,
0: oh sorry go ahead um so i i know i have a personal problem with like trying to like turn on basically um when i'm in drag because i don't like to drink when i'm about to perform or something so do you ever have to like um, how do you get in like sort of that men- mental state to be like because nightlife's a lot to be in a club and being like I need to talk to all these drunk people. Well,
2: you have to know what you're signing up for true Um okay. And I know what I'm walking into mm-hmm. every time, mm-hmm. and I mentally prepare myself. I um I pray before I pray before pray before every performance I do. Mm-hmm. So I pray pretty much every day. Shit. Um,
1: I know other um actually drag kings who have done that yeah. too. Oh, they like read the Bible and stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. It's interesting.
2: But I pray before every performance mm-hmm. um to get me in my zone, and I say mm-hmm. what I need to say. Um and I'm like this is what it, it like this is what it is and this is all you have and you know i kind of create it from that place of um it's very just it's 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 hard to get in that space and it's hard to clear your mind because the best performance happens when your mind is clear mm-hmm. when nothing is going through your mind that's when you're best when you're like present completely. when you're when you're present in a way where it's like nothing goes through your mind yeah where yeah. it's so clear where it's like if it, it's just white in your mind. There's no yeah. thoughts of did I do this move right? I'll ask you this person. Look at me. That's when you're most free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I really try hard to always like put myself in that space. So speaking of free,
0: I know you went through a lot of phases in your drag. Um, I was wondering how you get
2: to feel free through that. <laughs> yeah, I did go through a lot, of, especially in Brooklyn, like we were saying earlier. Um, but I think like I don't like I think you both would agree that like the main thing that was like always there phase wise it was like the most constant it's like being like sexually an explicit feminine a being yeah but i feel like there's a lot of um a lot of people take a lot of cheap shots when it comes to being like sexually free because mm. i'm i'm sexually free um what does that mean w- sexually free yeah, yeah. i think cause, how like would you describe that i word? mean like k- kink like a okay. kink esque mm-hmm. kind of stuff is a huge part of my drag, okay. and like, cause it's like I said, it's birthed from human nature, and I mm-hmm. think like kink is a yeah. natural human nature thing we just expose ourselves to, mm-hmm. and we 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 um, incorporate in our sexual life, and um, I think like I get a lot of like like sometimes like it, the jokes are fun sometimes i like, get it but some people like really kind of like slut shame me or like mm-hmm. like oh are you really doing that girl are you like you really talk about doing this again and i got a lot of this in virginia but i think it's uh, also now because my drag is in such a feminine place and people want to see pretty women like behave as women and it's this uh, ideology. it's, the, it's <laughs> i think this is what i feel it's just ideology like you're so gorgeous do you really have to talk about being a top? And I'm like, yes, because my drag is queer and my drag is sexually queer. And like, this is where it comes from. Women can be tops. Women I can few. be tops. <laughs> and, it. um, and I think it's just a thing of where I think it's like, a, it's just a little comical that how people like, kind of like want to berate me for it. I mean, like, and it's, it's it, it comes up more than often than people think. Mm. And I'm just like, calm down. People are people like, Girl, I can't believe you did this or, I can't believe you did that. I'm like, dude, like
1: that happens in Brooklyn? I feel like Brooklyn's very doesn't open. It's happened in Brooklyn. It doesn't
2: I'm not I didn't oh. say it necessarily happens in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> like, I feel like Brooklyn's it very happens, open. <laughs> I mean it just happens here and there and here it's and very okay. or it's happened a lot in the past. It doesn't happen too much anymore, but sometimes it does okay come up in it. And it's I think it's because, like I said, I'm a black femme overall presenting queen Mm -hmm. so i think it's the kind of thing of like the ideology of like women should be seen not heard
0: hmm does that make sense yeah i see it because like um
1: people don't want to hear about women's sexual experiences at all especially when you Mm -hmm.
2: look very femme presenting yeah
0: you can either be Mm -hmm. the prude or the slut basically oh, yeah. that's a, that's a standard for women though yeah that um we it's interesting that that, that crosses
1: over to like the drag scene just because that's such a like well because we're like woman point of view
0: we're pretending to or not i'm not always pretending I feel like but, drag um,
1: is usually a caricature and yeah. not necessarily like dealing well with, that's like, also very real like exactly. feminine yeah. issues. and it's like yes my drag
2: mm-hmm. is very like but it's about like DeVoe is a sexual being it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily girl or boy it's a sexual being and yeah sexual being speaks to all orifices and senses and touches yeah Mm -hmm. so like when people are like do you really kind of have i'm like i'm a sexual person i'm allowed to be this and just let it be sometimes yeah yeah.
0: because i i usually i think i act more prudish
2: i usually like dress like really
0: modestly well, You are like I am a like priest. Yeah, I am a priest. But I also have like a number about prep. So like But this is like I said, like I'm
2: not asking for people and I'm like berating anybody in general. I'm just it's just little things I've noticed here and there. People like get a little cheeky about I'm like, girl, calm down. Like you took like four loads last night. Like,
0: <laughs> and we love that for them. All right. Um with that, with we're gonna that, take a little break. We're gonna take a break. Okay, we're and we're gonna okay. talk about um bushwick <laughs> and some of your favorite performers. Yeah. So, bye. back. We're back. We're back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I know misdemeanor and Mocha Light have had a huge influence on you. They're both your drag moms. Mm-hmm. What's it been like being their drag baby?
2: Yeah. Um, well, like Mocha really does not like the responsibility of like being called <laughs> a drag mother, which I th- which is like that we've had nice. we've had a long conversation about it and we've talked about it and we're very we're on great terms. I I don't think I I don't there's no one I trust more than Mocha at this point Mm um um, and I'm I'm obsessed with Mocha it's like exquisite but Misty and Misty is definitely my mother Mm -hmm. and we like my definitely my New York mother definitely someone who's really really um carved out um the star and be like you i know you can do it Mm -hmm. i know you're better than this Mm -hmm. and mocha is on the other hand of like why don't you try this and like don't worry about this and mocha is someone who always kind of has my back and is like i'll complain about something she's like you're doing great Mm -hmm. don't worry about this Mm -hmm. so they really are that yin yin yang of i know you can do it and also like don't worry about it it'll be okay kind of thing um i've learned a lot from them because the thing about them is like they're they're the spearheads of Brooklyn drag you mm-hmm. know they've created um they've had a lot of they're the they've created like Ruby Rue and mm-hmm. um Scarlet Envy mm-hmm. and um Casey Later like yeah. they have a longest of people that they have birthed in Brooklyn and being tall things so being in that realm with them is mind-blowing because they're still the best drag queens in New York they are still like there is no one who can go to toe-to-toe with Misty on the mic. Um, mm-hmm. uh-huh. It's it's insane mm-hmm. to watch how her mind works. <laughs> yeah, It's brilliant. And the way she can produce and put a little show together is beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, Mocha Light is the best drag performer in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Like, that lip sync is so tight. The mm. way that instrument is so fine-tuned is something to marvel at. So watching them and learning from them and spending time with them is something. I'm very, very grateful to be able to do and to be able to be like hey can i come over and like you know get a dress made or can i like Aww. come over and do the, like Aww. that kind of stuff or like even like picking up like earrings for mocha and being like hey i saw these for you mm-hmm. like just to have that is very dry family oriented and i i really really I'm so happy. Y'all have that like the them.
0: cutest home at like Macri. Like that's what I associate all y'all with. Just yeah. like having your own little like time of your life at Macri. Oh, that yeah. time,
2: like that, like that Tuesday night gig and yeah, we're yeah. just all like kiki.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm.
2: very yeah, cute. That's what
1: I see a lot. So have they it. given you any good advice?
2: Um, Misty has given me the advice on, uh, of drag is all about putting your all in and being truest to yourself. And, and like that goes without saying, but mm-hmm. like, the idea of no matter what you do, no matter what you produce, make sure it's a hundred percent from your own mind and have fun. And you got to remember to have fun. You got to remember when you're running around and doing this and being here and being there, being seen as by many people as possible, and not necessarily for recognition or not necessarily for to get your name out there. Just because if you're here to do this, you're here to do this mm-hmm. and commit to it and mocha will give me advice like i said mocha has given me advice of being like you work really hard on looking the best you can and we all do be kind to yourself when you're putting your types so i'm being kind to yourself when you're putting your liner on remember how much work it took you to get here yeah Yeah. because it's very easy to get caught up in like i did my brow wrong or i did this Mm -hmm. wrong and um she reminds me of like it's a lot of work yeah it's mm-hmm. a lot of work so be kind to yourself Aww. and you look great in whatever drag I you do that. yeah i that's know so and kind good <laughs> mom, <laughs> and that's what you need to like,
1: get yeah i them need as their and, and like that's
2: a thing and it comes from like someone like mocha who was so exquisitely yeah perfected so for someone like her mm-hmm. to uh say that or same thing with misty yeah of someone who was like been running new york and like started brooklyn drag to be like it's up to for having fun mm-hmm. like someone who has spearheaded the scene and carved out Brooklyn drag and be like, it's about having fun. Yeah. It's about being seen as much. Not like, not being like, you need to go here. You need to go there. It's about being seen as much, which is like such a great way for them to say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I think like they both come to a place of where Missy could be like, you need to be here. You need to be there. And this is how you get what you get. Or Mocha could be like, well, I don't really like queens who look like that because she's so perfected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for them to say like what the opposite is, so beautiful. No, that's really kind. Yeah, yeah.
0: Show more kindness in the world. Kids. Aww. More Aww.
1: kindness. And on the opposite note. <laughs> um, this is
0: literally our favorite question. We love asking it. We get the best answers. We Probably really It's the do. best <laughs> part of our podcast,
1: <laughs> to be honest.
0: Um, what is your
2: craziest
0: nightlife story? Oh, yet? my God.
2: <laughs> so... Um, I was doing this gig, um, with these two queens and they're really, really good sisters of mine. And I think that's why it was so, um, it was so natural for us to get into this moment. Um, so these two queens, like we were done with our gig. So we went to another bar, um, and there was this guy that walked in and he had very big, he just had very big, um, sexual like energy, um, (laughs) energy. drag chaser energy. Uh, oh, gotcha. And they were both, because I don't drink, <laughs> so they were both just tipsy enough and I was just like, I was just like enough to be like down for the ride, be like, girl, let's do it, whatever. <laughs> um, And so... One queen was, like, jerking them off at the bar, like, at Macri, just oh straight up. God. And, like, also, they were, like, saying things, like, you're not going to spit in my mouth. Like, like, kind of, like, <laughs> kind of, like, <laughs> dog- kind of, like, dog- to them at the bar. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> and, and, like, I just, like, I just, like, remember watching. I was just, like,
2: Ma, is this happening right now? Um, <laughs> And, like, I was, like, Ma, is this really happening right now? And Queen B was watching Queen A do this, and <laughs> Queen B was like, "I'm kind of into it." I was like, "What <laughs> <laughs> is happening right now?" And Queen A was just like at the bar, <laughs> just like jerking this guy off, and just like living her truth. And I was like, and I was just like more of a witness and like watching this happen. And the and Queen B, and then like we proceeded to like go forth, and then we went outside. And we were like, just keep keen on living and like filling it up and watching it happen. I was just like, this is happening right now, and I was like witnessing this as a like as a third person party, and I was living because I was like, I just didn't expect these two. I didn't. I don't. I mean, they've met before. Yeah. But they, we've never like hung out at like, Spaces, but we like uh-huh. keyed, and it was a whole thing. We were living, so I was just like watching this, and what was happening? Well, we were we got out the bar, and they were like. Queen A was making up with a guy, and mm-hmm. Queen B was like just like watching it happen and just kind of being that girl in the corner. You know, that girl that's in the three way in the corner that like doesn't really like interact, but like, just plays with Just kind of like kind of watches uh-huh. and kind of varies that uh-huh. gig. So Queen B is is wearing like this very gaudy nail, like long, long, long nails and like mm-hmm. 12 million rings. And then like Queen, and she's holding the guy's dick like straight out in front of Macquarie Park. Oh. Um yeah. <laughs> um and like it's holding their genitalia Why the other why Queen A is like going down on them, like in front of Macquarie. And I'm like witnessing to because 'cause I'm the lookout and I'm just like, is this I'm like, I like this that was? you're the lookout. And, yeah, i was <laughs> oh, totally look out at this. And like Queen B is just smiling holding the stick and like just looking at like just like oh my god like it's happening and queen a is just like just going for it and, like oh, man. going to the ends of the earth and it was just so <laughs> it was like just one of those crazy experiences you have with your sisters and you're like damn and then you wake up that next morning i'm like what the fuck and it was great and i think about it all the time <laughs> <laughs> and i see everything and like the following day i saw queen b and queen b was like I blame Queen A for everything. I would have never do that. And I'm like, girl, I know what you give. <laughs> like me, Queen B, well, me and Queen B were like, we're great sisters. And I love her so much. Um, but she, like, I'll be like out looking for trade. And she'll be like, maybe you'll find someone. And she like knows my tea. And she's like, I know what you're here for. And, she'll, and I'll do the same thing to her. I'm like, I know what you're here for. <laughs> it's very, it was very interesting.
0: I'm glad cruising culture is still alive.
1: <laughs> alive and well in front of Macro yeah. Especially
2: for those good drag chasers. Hey, when they're those, cute enough. Get those boys.
1: Well, if you are a drag chaser <laughs> <laughs> I know the this, right place for this you. Second God, I, I can't right now. Can, <laughs>
2: and you can reach me at eighteen hundred yes. drag chaser. That's eighteen hundred. Nine one four or, seven two. Or they can meet
1: you at Bush
2: <laughs> <laughs> um That oh is god. next weekend. I'm so
0: excited. Oh my god. Um, you are headlining. Oh, oh yeah, you I are all am. in
2: timeout. Oh my god. Oh, I'm in timeout. Yeah, yeah. That's what the I'm in pa- was. I was in paper. Yeah. That was but in it, paper. But isn't in timeout too? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> cool. I Am I Oh, wrong? my God, cool. Am I b- timeout. Whatever. I You're whatever in publications. I'm, I'm a public. I'm a publicist. You were one that, like, You're published. Published. The- I'm published. I'm an author now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm introducing my novel.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, That's my good girl. <laughs> um, I'm so
2: excited. I cried. I cried when I got the... um Approval. Well, the approval. Um, When I got asked to be, like, to be in it, I was like, I was like, me? because i remember when i was when i first did bushwick and i found out what it was because i knew what it was and then i was like i am gonna headline bushwick one day Mm -hmm. yeah and to know that it was like in two short years it's like kind of yeah kind of like it's It's amazing it's it's crazy yeah Yeah. so like i was like i remember the um how i did the process of um the shoot i was like a day like i think they i got the call for the shoot on tuesday and the following shoot was like on that friday or or mm-hmm. wins something like that. It was like two days afterwards. So I had that dress made. I was like, I like messaged my friend. I was like, I want this, and this is what I want. And this is the dress mm-hmm. I want made for it. And this is what we're gonna do. And they deli- I got the got that call Tuesday. They delivered. That, they delivered that dress to me on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Hey. We did the final fitting at a gig. I did at House of Yes, <laughs> and I was like, work. Just shoot us tomorrow. We're gonna do it. And mm-hmm. yeah, I was very that serious about it, because, mm-hmm. and for Bushwick. I'm so excited because my favorite thing about Bushwick, it is so healthy. It is so healthy to be around queer people, yeah. around queer artists who get what you do okay. and enjoy what you do and want to and can feed off the energy of what you do and put it in a space and in a time where it's like it it can move it moves you. The art truly moves you to a space of freedom and exponential like Uh, The worldliness—that's where that's where it goes for me and Bushwick. So I'm very excited to be headlining and to be with. Like the best of the best in New York, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, and, and, and around the
1: country. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I
2: feel like there's a lot of firsts for Bushwig this year. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot of f- it's the first time, like, Dragon is on the same weekend. Yeah, so a lot of overlap of queens who are out the country mm-hmm. are going to come to Dragon. There's a lot of like first time queens, like, I have been friends with in the scene for a bit, are getting their first Bushwigs. Martier, like Martier, um, <laughs> Lady lady Simon is dropping their first music at Bushwig. Oh, I didn't know that, and I'm then, like, so, proud so of is her. Magenta. So uh, it's like, oh, oh my Shit, so okay. Like, yeah, okay. so it's like a lot of um a lot of my sisters are like yeah. doing like big first time things. Yeah. And it's it's and it's like it's incredible. I'm so excited. So for I'm it. very excited. Next weekend.
0: I'm stressed out about next weekend, but I'm so
2: fucking I think, excited oh, about Oh, I was it. like texting <laughs> the guy um I just make money. I the really guy who's part. making my <laughs> <laughs> the guy who's making my dress, and we're yeah. supposed to do like a final a final fitting, and I'm like I'm like we need to bump this up earlier because yep. like I have yeah. rehearsal and I'm rehearsing yeah. in this look yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah, so I'm like I'm like nope we what, can't do that. Do
1: you know your time slot?
2: Yeah, I'm t- I'm at nine p.m. on Sunday.
0: Eight. So like prime time. That's a great time. Yeah. I am earlier in the day. Um, Sunday I'll be at three thirty-five. Are you inside or outside? I don't know yet. Oh, I forgot that to check. She's outside. I'm probably outside. That's mm-hmm. fine. My number works for either I stage. Like,
1: <laughs> I kind of like. the outside space. I don't get to see it as much because I'm just stuck at the vendor area. But mm-hmm. like, it's easier for me to just run outside and see what's going on. Then I'm
2: also. You're what time are you on Saturday, Sunday? Okay, I'm I'm on Sunday, but I'm ho- I'm hosting on Saturday. Oh, beautiful! Me and, um, oh, you're hosting. Yeah, me and Black Lady are hosting oh. on Saturday. Oh my so god! Get, like, I'm so proud Annie. of Lay. LA. Oh, okay. I know. I it's wish
1: I could watch. Really big
2: deal. I'm excited because like Black is like. Actually, someone who I haven't mentioned in the podcast at all. Um, Black is a really good sister of mine. She's ex- an, ex- quiz, an I exponential love her. I definitely
1: want her on our podcast. I very love
0: same. her so much. Uh, she's she she's the world to me. She's, she's, she's uh, not listening to this right now. She's but. so forward-thinking. <laughs> Probably not. She's yeah.
2: the Missy Elliott of drag. She's very forward-thinking. Oh, that yeah. is a good oh. combo. She is. She's a very forward-thinking. And maybe yeah. people don't get it right now. But don't worry, girl. Like Down the line, they'll be looking back and be like, "Oh, off, sis. Go access
0: um with that do you want to plug anything else before we leave
1: um like where do you want your future of drag to be what's your future goals because you already hit up bushwigs
2: um future goals um i think right now i'm just like more focused on like building really really good looks mm-hmm. which is something that's very important to me because fashion has been always a huge part of my drag i just haven't always had the budget to be that girl but now i'm you
1: hustle so hard though i know you'll get to that point at some yeah time. so
2: i'm bil- i'm really building things i'm working with a few designers i'm working with like a lot a lot of looks to come back um mm-hmm. i have some parties coming back i'm working on a one woman show Ooh. like a, rock, a kind of a lip sync lip sync extravaganza Ooh. i'm writing like the script and like like kind of like some video art stuff is happening because i really love i really love visual work it's yeah. a huge part of um Something I really, really wanted to explore. So stuff like that is coming up, Um, you know, just like, and just like, you know, working every single day of the week. Yeah. Just
1: being like consistently working. Well, I think like
2: I've proved that I've been consistent now. I'm like ready to really dive deep into like carving out a space for myself that is all DeVoe. Yeah. Good. You know. That sounds yeah. so good. It, it seems like so something happy. totally are,
1: achievable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not like something that's like, I don't know. Well, it's hard. It's I want to be president in the United States. It's, you like, know, it's like well, something it's hard achievable. It's <laughs> very hard
2: to be working six nights a week or whatever, we, how much you're working if you're a full time queen. Yeah. And then also setting the time for things like photo shoots and video yeah. work and like yeah. creating new numbers and getting new looks. Like mm-hmm. that takes. Dang. Those conversations and those things take time. Yeah. Because it has to be perfect. It has to and be And you have to collaborate too. You have to collaborate. Yeah. You have to understand and it has to be the right venue. It has to be right this and da da da. Who's getting paid? Are you getting paid enough? Who Yeah So it's 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 happening, but it's 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 a work in process. And I'm happy that um I'm at the space I am and now that I can achieve it and that people will can take it and digest it fully.
1: Yeah, And I think you're definitely like a star on the rise. I feel like more people are going to hear about you mm-hmm. over time. Because mm-hmm. oh you're god. just like working your way up. And that's Thank why we you. wanted you on the podcast for sure. Oh <laughs> my god,
2: I, mm-hmm. I am so honored and so mm-hmm. blessed to to be this little like weirdo from Virginia who used to wear clown white and used to like running like r- like where like certain girls went booking me because like i didn't pad and now i'm headlining bushwick it's crazy look at your life girl it's, yeah. it's crazy
0: I'm so it's proud of you
1: nuts so you've worked for, for it you've worked for like everything you've gotten so far thank you and all the stuff you will get in the future
0: and mm-hmm. on that note we just want to say thank you so much thank for being for
1: our coming. little oh, shit you show yeah, and me. tell us all where everyone can find you yes on everything okay you can mm-hmm.
2: find me on instagram at um vogue as Devo V O G. <laughs> v- <laughs> <laughs> v- um, I only have Instagram. I really don't fuck with Twitter. <laughs> unless it's porn. You're like, <laughs> uh, unless it's porn uh, <laughs> apparently. Your it's porn. Um, You're and, just like me. I'm only on Instagram. And you can just find me on Facebook at Devo Monique. Um, and you can find me at Venmo at Devo dash Monique. Hey, get that money, girl. The <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much. Thank
0: you, thank you, you guys out. so um, much. I had so much fun. I'm Martyr. I'm C. Pepper. And this was Wigging Out! Out! <laughs> oh, bye. bye. <laughs> and if you like Wigging Out podcasts, please subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts.
1: Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Wigging Out Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at Wigging Out Pod. You can follow me at at C-T-E-P-P-E-R on Instagram. And you can also check out my book, The State of Drag, available on Amazon, only for 99 cents. And all proceeds go to charity.
0: Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram at Drag Martyr, And if you have any thoughts, comments, or dick pics, you can send them at DragTheMartyr at gmail.com artwork for wigging out came from glitter baby online you can find them on instagram at @glitterbabyonline. online thank you